A common question among CEOs and entrepreneurs of a small business is, Pat, how do I keep strong talent with me? Why do I lose some of my best people that leave me? So today we're going to talk about 20 reasons why you keep losing good talent. So look, this doesn't just apply to employees. This could be salespeople. You could be running a real estate office. You've got 20 realtors working for you, but you keep losing your number one producer. Your number, not number nine, number number 17. You're number one, number two. Why do you keep losing that? Or pharmaceutical sales, insurance, financial, it doesn't matter if you keep losing your best talent. You have to know that there's something there. Let me make point number one to you. I got 19 more to go after this. Number one is safety. What is safety? Safety is a boring word. Nothing about safety gets a person to say, oh my gosh, I had an epiphany moment. But the reason why some of the greatest leaders don't lose people, it's them, they're like, man, I hope he never fires me. I really want to work for this guy is because they bring an element of safety in their environment. I don't mean by bulletproof windows. I don't mean by, you know, they have hurricane proof or earthquake proof. They're safety data. You're reliable, you're predictable, you're uh, somebody that's extremely consistent. You know I'm gonna get called out if I do X, Y, Z, but I know I'm gonna get recognition if I do this. I know if I do this, this, above everybody else, I'm gonna get promoted. It's a very safe environment and I know what to expect from you because you provide safety to me. Number two, that's also potentially boring, but it's why people quit on you, is character. Lack of character. This last week I was in Louisville giving a speech and I, we had a 1,500 of our guys there at this event. Tebow was there, a bunch of people that were there. I asked the guy's question, I said, when you hire somebody, what is the number one quality you look for? Uh, it's competitiveness, this, talent, all the stuff we heard, right? I said, there's nothing more important than character to lock onto someone. Now, what is character? To me, characters are many different things, but if you tell me you're going to do something, you do it. 80, 90% of the time, you have a score on character. No one is 100%. No one has 100% like a computer memory alert reminds you, right? But the score's got to be 80 to 90%. Now, imagine the people that you tell them to do something and they only remember 10% of their time. It's part of character. They're going to do that in everything they do, right? So if I got a guy that's leading the team, if I say, here's what we need from you, they do it, same thing. If you, I work for you. If you tell me, if you do this, 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 you're going to get this, but you forget or you don't keep your word or the bonus or the raise or the integrity or the trustworthy or no clear set of values and principles and it's a lack of inconsistency in, in there and I notice a, 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 a flaw in the character that's consistent regularly, you don't make me feel what? Point number one, safe. If you don't make me feel safe, then I have to go to a different place to feel safe. The reason why people left Iran is because they didn't feel safe for their family there. So they went to Germany, then we come here. The reason why people escaped Mexico to come here. The reason why people leave companies to go elsewhere is because long term they say, I don't feel safe here. I want to go somewhere else to feel safe with myself because I trust the character over here. I know it's boring stuff, but I tell you, this is the valuable stuff on why you end up keeping the best people around you. Number three is not showing up. They just don't see you. You're not there. You're inconsistent. You're there one day. You're not the next day. You're golfing. You're kicking back. You're always traveling. You're not accessible. Not showing up is another reason why people end up quitting on you. Number four, lack of enthusiasm. You're not excited. It's just kind of like going to work and you're boring. It's like it's the same thing you're doing over and over again. If you're the boss, if you're the leader, if you're the guy that's running the department, the gal that's running the department, the entrepreneur, the founder, the CEO, and you lack enthusiasm, what the hell am I coming to work for? Your enthusiasm gives me enthusiasm. It shouldn't be the other way around. Your team doesn't give you enthusiasm. The leader gives everybody enthusiasm. So if I'm working with somebody that's fired up, oh my gosh, I can't wait to go to work for this guy, right? But if I'm working for somebody, 
Hey, uh, everything good? You guys, you guys good? Okay. All right. Good. There's got to be enthusiasm. So you got to sometimes expect your enthusiasm. Number five is flip-flopping. You change your mind often. It's constantly changing your mind. First, you know, I had to do this to get recognized. Now you got to do this. Then it's going this. No, we're going to do this. Then we're going to change the philosophy. You know, we're going to, so we're 60% about finish this project. No, let this one go. Go over here. You change your mind so often that people are like, I don't even know what to do anymore here. You indirectly actually stop people from focusing on their project because you're always changing your mind nonstop. So the more clear you get about what you're doing, this doesn't mean we don't have audits, audibles and pivots and all that other stuff, but there's gotta be a consistent direction that we're going as a company where you're not constantly flip-flopping. Next one, fake, unauthentic. You ever met people that are fake? How long does it take to find out someone's fake? Sometimes people can fake it for a day, for a week, for a month, for three months. You can't typically fake it for six months. What happens eventually when you realize somebody's fake? We don't like to work with fake people. You decide to say, I can't be at a place like this. I want to work with somebody that's real. You can't be fake visionary. You either do have a vision or you don't have a vision. You can't be a fake big thinker because you saw a video, you got excited. So you said the same thing that that guy said in a video. Now you're a big thinker. You're not a big thinker. You're a good parrot copycatting somebody else's message. But are you a big thinker? If you're not, eventually people are going to know you're not. So they're going to say, this guy keeps talking about we're going to take over the world. But he shows up late. He's never here, never works always sleeps and he's kicking back and he's my boss, he's not as hungry as I am. I don't know what the hell I'm doing here. This guy's fake. He's not a visionary. That's eventually going to be revealed, by the way, just so you know that, based on your results. So another reason why people quit on some leaders out there. Next one, lack of putting in effort into the relationship, meaning if this person is a direct report to you, build a relationship with them. How's the family? How are things? How you doing? Everything good? How was your weekend? You guys go out? Did you do them? Relationship building, you got to put into the relationship where the person says this isn't just business. This guy actually cares about the relationship as well. That, that little additional push into the relationship gets people to say, if I was normally working and giving this guy seven, I'm giving this guy nine. If I was normally working and I can't wait to book it and get out of here because this guy doesn't even know who I am, he doesn't even care about me, 459, I'm willing to work till 630. I choose to stay till 630. So you keep the best people around you. You choose whether you want them with your long term or not. Not them, because they love working for you because you're a great leader. The next reason why people quit on is because you've been the same for years. You're the same as you were three years ago as you were five years ago. You're not a new person. So imagine I'm working for you and I went from a five to a seven, but you've been a seven and a half for the last three years. So I'm doing my part, but you're right here. If I don't see you constantly recreate yourself and improve, I'm going to go find somebody else that's recreating themselves and improving. That's how the game works, okay? You ever, been, you ever met somebody, a boyfriend, girlfriend, they're dating each other for a year, two years, and all of a sudden, I just can't. Why? Oh, this guy's just the same. It's just got no aspirations, not improving, not any. Eventually, if you don't constantly recreate yourself, people will go find somebody else that is recreating themselves. Number nine, arrogance. So let's just say your business starts getting bigger. You make more money. You're becoming more popular. You're now rich. You now have a million, 10 million, 100 million dollars in a bank. You start becoming arrogant, nobody wants to be around somebody else that sucks all the energy and everything is about you. If you do that, people cannot coexist in an environment like this, especially high identity people. High identity people are typically also confident. They also want recognition. And if it's all about you, two people like that cannot coexist. Your talented people are gonna leave because it has to be about them, not you. So if you're a king, not a kingmaker, all the potential future kings that were working with you will leave. Look at Amazon right now, they're introducing who has their new CEO, Andy, right? That's what you call a kingmaker. Microsoft kingmaker. You know, all these environments, Tim, Tim Cook is a kingmaker after jobs. You understand? Everything is about 
being able to give other guys the opportunity to one to become kingmaker. If it's all about you, you become arrogant, you will lose your best talent in no time. Next, you no longer compete. Your, your team has to see you competing. It doesn't matter what you're doing. You have to say, look, we're gonna be the best real estate office in the following three zip codes, period. We're gonna do that. Awesome, let's go, we're gonna be the best. Great, we're gonna be the best digital advertising company for the industry of this, 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 this. Awesome, I love when he says that. And then you go compete for your market share. There's something very attractive about the leader at the top competing, wanting more market share. It gets your team wanted to come in. Sports team, people love playing for Kobe because he was competing constantly. People love playing with Jordan because this guy was competing. They, they, they didn't like how much of a driver they were, but they forgave because they wanted to win so bad. They were such great competitors. It's attractive to keep your best talent if you competitive, not combative, but competitive. Next is you no longer make that additional call. Now, what does that additional call mean? Here's what the additional call is. Say you had a you know, meeting with the, today and you called out one of your employees and it was a pretty heated meeting. You drive home, you're like, forget about it. You come up to work the next day, regular day. Rather, you make the phone call saying, hey, I want you to know today, even though I called you out and chewed you out, I just want you to know, I still believe in you. And I think if you fix this, 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 you can be this, okay? But can we make sure this doesn't happen again because the second time. No, you got it, Pat, I'm gonna work on it. Okay, awesome, have a great day, buddy, I'll see you in the morning. It's a two minute call, it's not a 30 minute call. It's a two minute call to make that increases retention. I can't even put a number on it, it's not a small percentage. It's a massive percentage. Those that make that additional call end up retaining better talent. Those that don't have the time to make and they're doing other things, lose those few people and they wonder, I don't know why I lost this person. You don't make that additional call. Let's continue, next one is you say you're a C-suite executive, say you're a founder, say you're making a quarter million, say you're making a half a million, say you're making a million, say you're making 10 million a year. And you're like $10 an hour people, oh, $15 an hour people, you're not at, I don't have time for you. If you no longer can talk to somebody that's making $15 an hour, 20 bucks an hour, 30 grand a year, 40, 50 grand a year because you're just too much for them, you're about to lose your votes. You need everybody. Lincoln used to say, what made a great general and a president is go circulate amongst the troops. Troops are not generals. Troops are not presidents. But they are the troops, and they are very, very important. Even if you go down and say, how you doing? John, how's things? How's everything here? You doing good? Versus, hey, do you know who I am? Do you know who I am? No. Go circulate amongst your troops and be able to relate to the $15 an hour person because at one point that was you working for minimum wage at 14, 15, 16, 20 years or whatever it was. So make sure you relate and are able to connect with the people that are not the highest earners with your company. Number 13. Poor handling of your finances. If you don't manage your finances well and you're always panicking, your people are gonna feel it. You know when your mom and dad were struggling financially, did you not feel it? Like you were a kid, how did you feel it? I felt it when my parents were broke financially and they were arguing. They never told me we're broke, but I felt the energy it was so obvious. I was seven years old, I could feel it. If you're a boss, supervisor, CEO, your finances are not in order, I guarantee you everyone around you feels it. Get your finances in order. Cash in the bank produces the kind of confidence that others will feel, and it takes a lot of pressure off. But if you don't have your finances in order, people are like, oh my gosh, I better get out of here before he loses everything. It's hard to be around him because I feel like I'm walking on eggshells. He's so much under stress. He's always very obvious why people quit, so make, make sure your finances are in order. Next one, you've lost respect for the game. What does that mean? You, you're just kind of entitled. You just kind of show up. It's just regular. The moment you lose respect for the game, you lose people. The moment you lose respect for 
what it requires to be able to compete at the highest level like you used to, you no longer do, you lose people. It's that simple. You can never, if you're ever in the arena competing, you can never lose respect for the game. The game is very, very demanding. I'm not a LeBron James fan. You know how much I respect the fact that he keeps his body in shape the way he does? Because he respects the game. That's why people who even don't like him, they respect the game because they respect LeBron, LeBron because he respects the game. The same applies to you when you're running your business. If you don't, people will feel it. Next, you gradually lower your standards. You're gradually, oh, I don't know if this is important. Ah, it's okay. Don't worry about it. Ah, it's okay. Ah, it's okay. Some of the best of the people you're going to have in your, in your team that are working with you, the highest, the best ones are going to be like, why does this guy keep lowering standards? i got to work with somebody that's got higher standards. I'm going to go do my own thing. The moment you lower your standards and flinch, there's other people that are not, and you will lose market share. So again, if you're in the arena, there's some people may be like, Pat, this is so overwhelming. This is too much pressure. Why would I want to do it this way? That's if you want to be in the arena. Let me continue. Number 16, how you handle conflict. Uh, do you always fight? Do you flight? Do you freeze? How do you handle conflict? Do you handle it properly? Or do you process, say, what happened today? Can we talk about it? Let's process it. Your method of handling conflict could be a reason why people quit or stick around long-term with you. So maybe you ought to improve in the way you handle conflict. Next one, you give outsiders too much influence over your organization, meaning you bring in speakers, you bring in outsiders, you bring in all these folks that are here, and they got more influence over your organization than you do. And then all of a sudden you're like, why did I lose that person? Because you've lost influence with your team. You have to have influence over your team. I, I, I can have outsiders with my kid, but if at the end of the night I don't go home and I say, so how was your day today? What happened today? Tell me about the teacher. Tell me about the student. What happened? Okay, what was that all about? Why did that take place? Okay, you're not, you still have a little bit of influence. Not control, but influence. The moment you lose influence and it's all outside, they're going to eventually leave you and go outside. You can't give up that influence too early, and not only too early. you got to have some kind of an influence over your organization. Next. You stop being an example, now you're only telling people what to do versus leading them. Don't get me wrong, there's a, lots of value to being a good manager, lots of value to being a great manager, but leading is the example. You know, if, if you have the example of what you've done and you give that to them, people like that. People like the fact that there is an example that's being done. So you gotta continuously put up your example or else they're gonna go find somebody else who is setting the example. Now you may say, but Pat, I set the example 20 years ago. I set the example 10 years ago. It doesn't matter. If you want the best of me today, I need your best example today. 19, you no longer cast a vision. You forgot to cast a vision. It's no longer one day we will. Imagine if, what if, can you think about if one day we do, you no longer casting vision because you're no longer thinking about the vision. Your stomach is full. You lose people. If you're still casting a vision like you can't even help yourself, they buy it. They want to be with you because they're excited. They're going somewhere big with you, but they start cast, stop casting a vision, they leave you to somebody else. And last but not least, you forgot what the number one product was in business. The number one product in business isn't real estate, not property, not insurance, not technology, not software, not any of that stuff. Your number one product in business is people. You cannot forget that your number one most important product in business is people. You forget that, you will lose your people. You never forget that, you will not lose your people. And eventually you get to choose to attract and keep the best people. And they will leave you when you say, this just didn't work out, I wish you the best, go elsewhere. And they'll say, my best experience on one I grew was when I worked with you. That guy was high standards. He's the reason why I'm doing so good today because I worked with that guy for nine years. I worked with her for 17 years. I work with people, give that credit back. 
players who were on John Wooden. Oh, John Wooden changed my life. Phil Jackson changed my life. Da-da-da, changed my life. Because it was that example in their life. So imagine if you become that to other people. Having said that, if you're watching this video and you're still with us, if you enjoyed it, press the thumbs up button and share it with someone if you think there's value in this. If you want to get another video that has to do with this topic, it's a video I did called uh, Eight Ways How to Hold People Accountable. I think it's eight or ten ways to hold people accountable. If you've never seen it, click over here to watch it. It's very detailed. It's how I do it. It's some of the philosophies I do it, and I think you'll get a lot of value from it. Take care, everybody. Bye-bye.